Broadcast Network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Oh, there it is. Faithfully. Welcome, After Brothers, to another State of Affairs After Show. If you haven't already done so, please subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash TV or check us out on iTunes and SoundCloud. Don't forget to leave a comment about your thoughts, opinions, what you like, what you don't like. Always send us tweets by using the hashtag ABTVStateOA. That's where you can find us. We'd love to interact with you guys. Um, allow me to introduce myself. I am Steph Z. You guys can follow along or tweet at me at, at I-A-M-S-T-E-F-Z. I'd love to hear your thoughts. My co-hosts tonight are... Julian Dujeric. You can follow me at Julian Dujeric across all social media. I kind of wish I had a lighter right now for this. Yeah. Yes, agreed. And Hannah Pritchard. And you can follow me at the Hotshot Dude. I don't have anyone to like do that with. I'm just over here. Yeah, right over there. Just join uh, in. Let's do this. This is. It's a beautiful song. Uh, yeah. All right. All right. All right. No, no, no. We don't want to stay in this awkward silence. No, no, okay. no. It was really. It got super awkward there. Yeah, but um. So wait, what did you guys think about tonight's episode? I feel like every week you guys are getting more and more on board with this show. It makes me happy. Dude. Well, go ahead. No, ladies this first. This episode ahead. gave me so much anxiety. Like I'm not. I'm not even kidding. My mind was blown multiple times. I feel like there were many times that my hand was to my forehead or to my mouth, and I was... Yeah, I I really, actually really dug this episode a lot. Very suspenseful episode. Very and suspenseful. I loved it. That's exactly yeah. how I like it. I liked it, too. It was very suspenseful. We got a lot of information, but yet for me, and we know I've been, like, the cheerleader of this show, there was no, like, holy crap moment. What? I can't believe you felt that way, because I'm not kidding you. I felt it. That way, every like <clears throat> couple minutes, I maybe was like, that's why. Oh maybe because there was so many intense moments, there wasn't just one. Like there was the explosion at senators or at the safe house. There was like big moments that went on. So now it's like, like yeah, crazy. We'll start at the beginning of the episode. Go ahead, Dylan. You you look like you're gonna explode. Like what do you get? What do you got to say over there? <laughs> well, first of all, my name's Julian. That's what I said. Uh, not Dylan. No, you said Dylan. It's okay. I said Julian. No, you said Dylan. <laughs> It's okay. <laughs> I have never said Dylan. It's all right. Your ears. Uh, take, take them out. Uh, clean them. Uh, clean them. Uh, uh, anyway. Um, we'll have to watch that back. Right. We'll bet. We'll make a wager. Uh, no, what I thought dinner. was... Okay, I could do dinner. Okay. Um, I like sushi. Okay. All right? Done. I know a good sushi place by Done. my house. I know a better one. Get ready. Anyway, uh, one of the things that uh, really stood out to me at the very beginning was the breaking of the thumbs. It was so oh freaking... That's what I was going to say. It was so crazy. You know what, though? I have to say... I don't know. I could be wrong, and I would love for you guys out there to let us know this. Not that I want anyone to try and break their own thumbs, because that's just 
crazy. Do it. But I feel like you're, like your human nature Stop like it. wouldn't be able to break your own thumb. Like that must take uh, a lot more than just to be able to sit there in a bus and be like singing like Arasala, we go faithfully. You'd have to break it, <laughs> break. but you'd have to break it more than just like uh, like the like first part. Like it would part. dislocate It would have to, before, have to dislocate like from your wrist, right? Just, uh, I'm not sure, but it wouldn't just... I mean, I'll tell you this, and I, I'm not going to make a long tangent here, but real quick. I got hit by a car walking across the street. I got hit in my hand. The damage it had done to my thumb, like my thumb is super jacked up. If you see, see how it points kind of the wrong way. But to break it, look, see? Stop it. But to break it or to place it back, like I had surgery on my hand mm-hmm. and it's still not right. So your thumb is so strong and connected. There's so many muscles just to sit there on the bus and to break it yourself. I don't know that. I don't know. Where did yours break, though? Did it break from the wrist, or did it break at the like actual no, intersection of your thumb? No, mine didn't break. That's what I'm saying. Being hit oh. by a car, it squished the muscles and the tendons and the lim- ligaments, mm. and like did a lot of nerve damage in there. But like, it didn't just break. So I'm saying, what I'm saying is, it takes a lot to do that. Yeah. So for them to be able to be singing like the wheels on the bus go round and round. The wheels on the bus go oh, crack, God. crack, crack. Because yeah, that's I don't, think, I don't what know. Happened. To me, that was like they're brainwashed though. Yeah. But they, and I, I get mean, that they're brainwashed and they have a death wish. But still, well, does that make them their adrenaline go so that they're strong enough to do probably, that? To some, to probably self-inflict I mean, that pain. They're I mean, saying their whole like their chant while they're doing it, which is completely reminding them as to why they're doing it. You know what I mean? I feel like they had the willpower right then that they didn't even care because in their head they're like, "This is everything that I believe." Granted, I don't like to think about it or talk about it because it really like grosses me out, and makes me uncomfortable, and I can't think about breaking my own thumb. Well, but I, that is what I think. I think I I am kind of weirded out by that too because I feel like you know if you blow yourself up you're kind of just gone immediately, right? Not kind of. That's a pretty safe bet that you. I don't know that you would feel that big of an impact on yourself because things are just going all over the place. Uh, when you break your thumb, you have to kind of live with that Stop pain. It. So I think that that would be worse. I'd rather blow myself up. Just saying. Well, they got they kind of. <laughs> I love your them. rationale. Well, is it is it true? Is it not true? No, I would rather break my own thumb than blow myself Listen, up. Listen, if I had to live with a broken thumb over not living, would you at rather all, shoot yourself in the foot? Okay. Or break my thumb? <laughs> no, or kill you? Or we're get, it's getting real. Okay, weird yeah, it got real. It got real. Re- so real, we're gonna really we're fast. gonna d- come back. I'm gonna take the train <laughs> back on track. Oh, okay. Because I have something to say. It brings it back on track. All right, let's okay. see. Let's I see. just hit my face on the mic. I hope yep, so. that happens. But um, <laughs> what I didn't understand about this, the thumb thing, I'm fine with. But when they all are going back and inspecting inspecting the bodies, and they're all in their uh, nice yellow bags, which I thought was interesting. One, two, <laughs> um. And the one guy, Kenneth, has, like, escaped. I'm like, when did Kenneth escape through that window? Like, they all died in the crash, correct? So I'm like, why is Kenneth the only one that lived in the exact same crash where he's in, like, a random middle seat and bust through clearly headfirst through a window that looked like a hole about this big? I wasn't buying the hole in the crash either. It seemed yeah. too small to me, too. It seemed like maybe, not even too small, it seemed like, what did he do? Like, run to the other side of the bus and run, like, head on right? through it like why not just open a window well, like if you want to open the bus window there was more space than the yeah, whole kinda, I mean I don't know maybe you can't it just goes to show you wear your seatbelt kids <laughs> oh my right. god no you didn't alright so let's get back to it I do think 
Um, you know, it was, we get the gist of the scene that he's gonna, mm-hmm. he's gonna escape. Yes. Um, he knows a lot of information. We've already had this, we knew this character was gonna be a little bit more than the other quote unquote terrorists because we've had him interviewed once before. There's a little bit of deep to this character. I mean, deep, uh, I don't know. Depth. Depth. That's right. <laughs> That's all right. Um, so let's stay on him. Let's talk about his whole situation and then we can move on because I like that when we go topic by topic. So he, we, we get to see that you know, the FBI is investigating there. Our favorite, who's our favorite, who's back again this week? It's more oh, your favorite than mine. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So I like him again. I like his energy. How He's like, the FBI is taking care of this investigation, but you guys need to be there anyway. Mm. So Charleston and Lucas go to the investigation. And they figure out that there's there's more depth to this Kenneth guy. And they want to go figure out, you know, go see the family, go do some stuff. In seeing the family, I mean, what did you think about that scene where she was telling the family that he got out? Like, how did, what, what was going through your guys' minds? Uh, it was sad to see his mom kind of, you know, go through the motions of like, like, losing a son, essentially. I felt bad. Right. I don't know, it didn't make me feel very good. Well, I like that actress one. I always forget her name, but she's in a ton of stuff, if anybody remembers her from mad about you forever ago with like Helena nobody okay anyways but um nope, just you so I really like her <laughs> but <yourself>. um <laughs> only if- but it was an interesting scene to watch considering that the dad was just like let him die and then I was afraid that yeah. Charlie was actually following that when the whole scene with the woods but we'll get to that but just with that scene like alone it was just really interesting but it showed in my takeaway from it that it was a very conservative family from like Mm. the hunting to the whole like that's when he became more focused on schoolwork and then for him to like go off trail or whatever they're just like we'll cut him off he's not one of us anymore you know it's so interesting you know what's funny is that what ran through my head was the exact almost opposite of that really i actually thought when i saw the stone face of the father that he was involved and i thought he was saying that to make them think exactly what we were all thinking that the I thought I actually thought that Kenneth might have been in the house and that when they were going to go out to the car they were going to go to the scene of him in the that he had already gotten there and that once they came that they were kind of just putting that front up to protect their son because they were somehow involved I mean we see that I was totally wrong but that was like in that scene it played to me like oh what's going to happen next yeah um I didn't see the mom coming out and saying that she had heard from Kenneth did you guys see no, that coming? No, I didn't, I didn't see that coming at all. Kind of. You could tell she was more emotionally connected to him. Yeah. Yeah. But well, she, Charleston could tell. Yeah. But she clearly was fearful of the father. So there clearly there were weird family dynamics in that family. You yeah. know what I mean? That he, Or unhealthy. Yeah, exactly. So, which could create, you know, issues for Kenneth and why he is following this random leader blindly. And, you know, whatever. Well, I think that that's, you know, a fair statement when people become part of any organization it is because to feel included or fill a void or you know there's many reasons and one of them isn't because they feel whole and complete without it that makes them somehow feel like a whole and complete person and i think it gave um some information as to what all those kids may have in common i feel like by doing that whole sit down with the family that scene that they uh provided us with a little bit of clarity as to the issues before when they were like, oh, you know, I wonder what all of them have in common and stuff like that. I feel like they helped answer that a little bit by doing right. that family scene. That maybe there is some sort of dependency that those kids all needed. 
Yeah, no, I, I completely agree with that. And um, Charleston was able to get some background about their hunting. And I like... I mean, Charleston is so smart. Like, they make her character out to be so smart. I, I really, really like it. Yeah. I mm-hmm. really do. Um, and so, you know, we see Charleston and Lucas then show up in the woods where Kenneth had previously hunted with his father. And because it was a big area, they were looking for places where he could m- maybe find shelter. Um, and, and we see her, you know, arrive and start calling him out. Which I thought was like random that she got it right away, but fine, I'll go with it. Um, and he, you know, eventually answers and comes running out with a knife at her. Mm. Which, granted, crazy. He where did that knife come, come from? Running out with a knife, but I was like, whoa, quick to the draw there, Charlie. Like she did not hesitate to shoot him once he came running out. Of I there. didn't see him come that out that much out of the clearing before she started right? shooting. So how would she have known? That he had a weapon, or maybe I don't know. I thought I, the same. I was like, "That's a little." Yeah, I thought the same. I thought she kind of was very quick on the draw. Yeah, but you're also like you're dealing with a terrorist, which I get. You kept so saying you got. That. I mean, I know you got like yeah. Like when we were watching, I know you guys are kind of defending him a little bit. Like yes. no, I'm not defending him. Not I just de- think uh, defending if you're trying humanity to get, or being no. I was still when something that was said offline. I was totally kidding, but uh, I think <laughs> no, of course not. Um, I think uh, if you want to extract information from a terrorist. I don't know if shooting him right away is the best course of action when it comes to that. Although, it seemed to have worked in this case. Well, but not only that, I mean, I have to say, if I was Charleston, I would have been out there with my gun out. She had it on yeah, her hand. I thought that was... I was... So for her, you know, I don't... I think I would have done... I hope that I would have the reaction to do exactly what she did rather than wait that extra second. And who knows if that knife came flying out of his hand. Who knows? You're dealing with a guy whose mentality is I should go blow myself up. Mm -hmm. That's true. For what? But that's I completely understand that. But. 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 What I (laughs) don't. I feel like by her showing her gun visibly before he came running out, he could clearly see her. She was showing him that she was willing to hurt him and ready and armed and, you know what I mean, preparing for that. And that I feel like that makes somebody more likely to come out ready to hurt you. You know what I mean? Like, that could have been avoided had she not already been like, hey, yeah, I'm probably going to shoot you. I got a gun. You know yeah, what I but mean? I feel like, you know, it's standard to think that the CIA or the FBI or a cop would have a gun. Yeah. So I feel like, I don't know if I buy that that's why he came jolting out at her. And this also was something that they did kind of away from the normal uh, protocol, right? The guy said, I'll turn the other way, but like, give me a heads up. Yeah. You know, I can't remember the guy. Uh, He was the the, the, The FBI uh, guy. The FBI guy who was in charge of overseeing that uh, investigation. Yeah. Or or at least on the scene when when those kids, um, you know, died. Um, yeah, so it does. It kind the of kids, makes sense that the terrorists—they're terrorists. Sorry, the, the adult terrorists. terrorists. Were they adults? Some they were, of them. Oh, yeah, right, they yeah. were in college. Sorry, that the, the yeah. terrorist died. So you know, it, it it kind of makes sense that the way she would react isn't normal in like a normal kind of investigative thing. Yeah, I'm and very I, eloquent tonight, guys. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Jeez, I don't want to have I no speak, sleep all I talk weekend. words. <laughs> um, so. Okay, so let's let's continue with the scene. So she does shoot him, which I would have done. And then um, I feel like, Hannah, you were a little bit pissed that she I, really didn't call the ambulance. I 
was absolutely pissed. I mean, like, okay, I don't know if pissed is the right about? word, but I was just like, what? I mean, okay, I get it. He's a terrorist, but he's also a very influenced child. He is being very naive by following this group. Yes, he is, like, technically an adult. He's in college. He, you know, I guess has enough experience in life to create his own decisions and beliefs and stuff like that. But he's brainwashed to some degree. And, like, yes, they needed information from him, but she was getting that information from him. She's counting down time that he, like, a time frame for him to die that she clearly knows to be exact and true. Whatever. One. Or she could just be interrogating him and making him feel pain. Maybe. I mean, fear so that he talks. True. But that was never clarified. <laughs> so... Well, you wouldn't be like, hey, so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna tell you that it only takes 10 minutes for you to die, but it really takes 25, so just sit around a little more and not tell me the information. Come on! True. Okay, but... Going along with that, this may be true, the time frame that she's giving. Okay, okay. One, it was definitely, she definitely had three minute mark of him bleeding out. Like, he should have been on death's door before that ambulance was even called. There's no way that ambulance made it there in ten minutes. That kid should be dead. The kid should probably be dead. And I can't believe that she would let him die. That is still a death. She is still killing and allowing somebody. Granted, he is a terrorist, whatnot, or, you know, convicted as being a terrorist or whatever. But I'm like, like, to have Charlie's hands, like, uh, I don't know, be a killer, I couldn't let the show do that, and it drove me insane because I don't want to see her in that light, and I feel like we would be showing her in the light of a killer by her doing that. And I, I just, um, save the life, change his mind, enlighten the kid. That's what I'm saying. Come okay. on. Let's well, this let was, a life live. This was, again, an off-book operation. This wasn't something that was that anyone knew about. And in fact, uh, the person in charge, like I said, of making sure that that, or allowing that to happen, decided to, you know, not know about it, quote-unquote. So it, it, everything is kind of fair game, however you feel about it. It, you know, it's kind of what happens. You get, you do what you can to get the information that you can. I don't agree with it either. I think, you know, All obviously, right. here's the, here's the, re- let me tell you why. I don't agree with it because I think he's not so obviously, uh, com- committed to the cause that he's saying he's committed to because he gave up the information. So I think you could have probably broken him off or bro- broken him and gotten that information otherwise. But I understand. But they how- tried. And they didn't. Okay. Well, no, she shot him. They no, they, a- they interrogated him like an episode or two ago, and he didn't give any information. So she knew she needed more force. Oh, God, I can't. Okay. Well, the, the, the operation wasn't to kill him or to shoot him, was to extract him so that they can interrogate him back home. That was the operation. Right, but they've already but they've already done that. So she knew that she needed to do this in order to get information out of him, because if she didn't get information out of him and have something to go on, that eventually that's going to lead to Nick dying. Of course. We're not debating that, and I think that yeah. obviously it worked out, and that's great. What we're saying is, based on what you're tasked to do, or what you said you were going to do, that's not what what you did, and so we're just saying that all it's not. Know. You know, no, there I are don't, places. I don't that, that and, and I think yeah, also, I, I mean, also the fact that he did. The task did was a, to find the bomb. That's the the main goal is to find where the bomb is before the bomb goes off. It's not like, well, our task today is to bring this. To, like they, they gotta <laughs> find a freaking bomb. And what she did, which clearly she's good at, because the whole thing started by her interrogating father and changing father to be on her team. Like what right, she did is she know like 
it, it goes back to she knows what she needs to do in order to get the information. Yeah, I guess because she knew that he was he was impressionable and he could have he would have given up the information. So she, you know, got what she needed. And she knew he was a scared kid. Yeah. All we know is don't keep a secret from Steph Z because we know how she'll handle it. <laughs> <laughs> she is shrewd. You are a shrewd. I'm just saying, shrewd no, lady. No, no. I'm just saying, like I think that Charleston <laughs> is smart enough to know that. Number one, I think she's smart enough to to know that maybe she shot him in a place where he wouldn't bleed out so slowly. Which is what I was hoping. Number two, I feel like she's smart enough to know at this point in the game that this kid was scared and would talk. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think she was willing to have him. If she didn't get through to him in that forest or wherever they were, <laughs> I don't think that she was willing to have him die and risk not getting the information getting to the bombs, yeah. which then might result in, you know, some harm to Nick at some point. So I think she had a whole plan in her head about that execution. And I think she executed. She kind of always saves the day. Well, she did act I like a baller. Her. Well, I'll the, agree with that. If the guy, if the kid, if the terrorist, however you want to label him, uh, if the terrorist was not going to give away the information anyways, it wouldn't have made a difference if she let him bleed out or if she brought him back. So I guess in that regard, she was very smart in knowing he is a scared kid and he probably will give the information. So we should pressure him in a different way. I just, I personally, morally, I think there are other ways to go about it. That's all. Well, right, but person, and, and I agree with, like, as a person, I'm not, like, yeah. I don't want to go out and kill people. But I'm saying that, like, when it comes to this, the morals, when it comes to the CIA and terrorists and, and acts of this nature, of course we want to say that we would act a certain way. But we don't know that. Just like Charleston mm-hmm. said five years ago, I might not have did that. But now, I don't know. When she was asked if she would have really let him bleed out. Now yeah. that she's lost her fiancé, now that she's seen politics the way she sees it like it's not a, like the words politics and morals don't go hand in hand i just think it sets a dangerous precedent because there are there are way yes look she got the, the point is she got the information but <laughs> right. that was not that was not what she was supposed to do she was supposed to grab the kid and bring him out and if she has the aim to shoot him in the shoulder uh and not kill him you know she can you know Call the ambulance and like do it to it. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't My know what I'm saying. I know nothing. Would be dead by then. <laughs> Those ten minutes were up. <laughs> anyway, moving on. So what the kid does with Kenneth, uh, the terrorist Kenneth does say is he actually gives her the information that it's back on the teacher. Yes. Um. So I feel like that's a very and we saw that mm-hmm. we saw that last episode. So we knew that. So we get and that's what I say. Like yes, there was lots of really. Not cool, that's so the wrong word, but lots of things happening. But it wasn't that... Like, we had that reveal last episode. There was no huge reveal for me in this episode, I think is what I was trying to say. There was lots of excitement. Oh, yeah. But there was no, like... You know, and I feel like like last episode also we saw that uh, Sid was part of the Craig group. So that was a big reveal. We saw Kurt got picked up by the Craig group. So that was a big reveal. Like last episode just had all these big reveals. So I was kind of like wanting another one. I feel like just everything's intense though now. Like Mm -hmm. after the past two episodes, I feel like every situation, every conversation is so intense. And I feel, I was saying to them beforehand watching it, I felt like it was such a well-written episode in that way that every scene I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like, right. I, like to go from... It was tense from, throughout. Yeah, like to go from the whole kid or terrorist or whatever being shot in, shot in the forest and then being in the hospital and him explaining that whole 
um, belief with Allah and everything, and then to go to the next scene to the teacher shooting himself the minute that we walk in, and then to go back to Cece. I'm still not calling her POTUS, <laughs> but I was like, oh my, I I couldn't stop just like. Like bracing myself yeah. through every right. every scene. Every All time. right. Well, let's um, let's move on and talk about your favorite. <laughs> let's talk about some Nick and Fada action. What do we think um, is happening? You know, in this relationship, like I'm starting to feel a little bad that Nick's mission really is to kill Fada when Fada kind of keeps showing time after time that he's legit. Like, do we believe that he's legit? I do. What do you think? I believe he is an asset to the United States government. And he, as long as he's providing information, you should keep him alive. I mean, he's been good up until now. So, uh, I don't know. It's I, I feel like it's all just going to... I'm probably going to cry whenever it all goes down. I want everybody to know that ahead of time. When we watch it, I will probably cry. Because I feel like it's going to be hard for Charleston with whatever happens with Nick. I think we're going to be pushed on the you know to the line with that. And he potentially dying. And then I think it's going to be hard for Nick to watch Fada potentially dying after they've created you know a bond yeah. and a relationship. And... Oh god! Do you think there's I a think- bond between Nick and Fado because he I, he seems pretty committed to helping helping uh, the U.S. Kid, well, I agree you know? with that, but I think he knows that Fado is a good man. You know what I mean? And I think I think. Do you? I didn't get that. Really? Oh, I really? Got, yeah, I got really? that too. Well, I got that because why, why on earth would he? If he's if he if there's like a Stockholm syndrome situation going on here, why would he <laughs> then can, like help? Like why would he not help him? Or why would he help? What am I trying to say? I don't know. Let me f- figure out what I'm trying to say. No, it just, I don't, I don't, uh, the point is, I don't really think, I think he thinks, he knows that Fada's a bad guy, and the only what? reason that they're using him is for his information in the moment that he's not useful. But Fada's a up. good guy, he's helping them. Oh, no, yeah, I disagree, because when he was calling Charleston, he was like, and Fada? And I ho- I think he felt, yeah. he was hoping for them to say, bring Fada back. Because, Mm-mm. no, I do, because, I mean, Fada literally... I mean, this isn't the first time that he's done... Like, the man freaking sliced his own stomach open with his sword to save Nick. Yeah. To show... Because if they would have found out that Nick killed this guy, they probably would have killed Nick. Right. But I don't think he thinks that Fada's a good guy. I think he thinks that Fada's a good asset. I don't... I, I think he sees it more as black and white. Mm-mm. That's I don't what think I'm so. Getting. I think Nick is You're getting soft. You're about to have your world flipped. You just yeah. wait. Yeah, okay. I feel like Nick's getting a little soft. Um, you think Nick's getting soft? I, I mean, in the sense where in the beginning he was like, I'm going to get Fada, this, that, and the other thing. And now he sees the the dedication that Fada has to the U.S. and the dedication he has to Nick to making this mission get executed the proper way. is like Nick's being like, I think he's getting a little soft. But the mission think- is to kill Fada. So why, why well, would that change? Well, the mission is really to kill Shakim And Fada. Uh, I don't think Nick wants the mission to be to kill Fada because but Nick goes back mission. to the boat. That is the It doesn't boat. matter what he thinks or wants. That's right, the mission. That's what he agreed to do. But no, that but doesn't matter. Like, you're being so black and white. Like, no, I feel that's, like... they said it on the show. <laughs> right, but what I'm saying is, I get the mission is to kill Shaquem, then to kill Fada. I think now that Nick is going through this and seeing what an asset Fada is and what he brings to the table and how loyal he is, he wishes that he didn't have to kill Fada as well. Yeah. That's my opinion. Uh, okay, sweet. I I think I think he wants to. I, I think we just disagree on why he wants to keep him around. I d- I definitely think he wants to keep him around, just not because he likes him. 
I don't think yeah. he wants to go out and have a freaking beer with him. I'm just saying he doesn't want he doesn't think that he's a threat and he thinks that he's like sticking his neck out for Nick. I think he I think he like respect maybe maybe not the words keep him around. I think maybe he respects Fada more than he did in the beginning of this mission. Yeah. So okay. it might be getting a little bit I I see it differently. No, okay. that's I mean that's great. We all watch the show. I mean, yeah. I, I like that we all have all different right. opinions. Um, okay, so what do we think? I also, you know, and then we'll wrap up the Nick thing. We'll move back on to POTUS and what's happening there. I think that there's a history. Did you guys feel like what happened when Shaking Shaka? Shaka Khan, just say, just, just <laughs> go with Khan. it. <laughs> what happened when he got just off go the boat it. and he kind of stonewalled past Nick? Why do we think that happened? He came and he, he gave like Fada a, a nice greeting and he didn't greet or like he kind of just looked at Nick and then like walked past. Like, why what? is that? Ha- Did I miss something? No, actually, that confuses me too, but I didn't think anything of it, honestly, until you said that. But I feel like he would be confused as to who Nick is because does he know any information about Nick? I don't like, know. It's this is random Nick... American standing there waiting for him to get off the boat. I don't know. Is Shaka, is Nick on Shaka Keem's side? Is that crazy? I didn't really think anything of it. No? I don't think I don't think Shaka Keem did either. Come, I think that's why he got him. him saying it too. It's Shaka Keem? Is that Shaka Khan? Shaka Khan? I just... Shaka Khan. Shaka Keem. Uh, and I wrote it down too. That's all bad. <laughs> Shaka, Shika Kam, Sheik Hakam. Yeah, that's I don't right. think that Shika Shake whatever. Y'all, the guy, come Shaka on Kham, now. The guy in the burqa doesn't like. Doesn't. I don't think he thinks anything of the Amer the the American. Uh, yeah, we have to see. I <laughs> think something. I, I don't know. Maybe I didn't see an emotion on his no, face. I just thought he was like, oh, he's an American. It's so he's weird to there. me though. I feel like he should like. I he was. He didn't think anything of it. I agree with what you. I, and I, I think, think that's weird. Yeah. I think it's weird that he didn't think anything of it. But he should. It's so bizarre to me. I think there's something there. Whatever it is, yeah. you know, there's something there that I think we're all going to um, find yeah. out. Well, you definitely saw something in at least his disposition or facial yeah. expression or something that we didn't. Because yeah. I thought it was weird that he's not questioning why yeah, an American so is in the mists, you know? That's what I'm saying. There's yeah. something weird. Either they've seen each other before, maybe, so he's not so surprised. Or he's or- like... Or, and I hate to say this because we just know from what we were just saying that I think Fada is actually a good dude. Or Fada's given him some sort of heads up. I said that. I know. Okay? <laughs> and I'm not eating my words yet, okay? Fada's giving Shakakam some sort of heads up? Yeah. That's the only thing I can think of, which I don't want to think that, but it's possible. Don't look at me with that grin like that. I see you over there. <laughs> I will so frown you now. think that Fada is working both sides? Well, I don't think it. I'm just saying it's possible. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to just have to see. Okay, so let's <laughs> let's talk about what's happening. Um, we have what was his name? We have Jules Lambert, this reporter. This sneaky reporter. Like what what is his story? Clearly he wants an interview with POTUS to put her on the stand in order to throw her under the bus somehow. Like what is his MO? What's he going for? Just, an Emmy. Yeah, just viewers and his own fame. Yeah. It's, it, you think Completely. it's that simple that yeah. he's not yeah, tied into absolutely. anyone? It's just a media play. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. He's a journalist. I, I think I could. I think uh, he's just a big old prick. That's it. <laughs> journalists yeah, are some think... of the most narcissistic people. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, then we can just move on from that topic. That was real quick. <laughs> no. I, what about I, no? I, why I, else would you? I mean, well, yes. I just, there's the there's the pursuit of truth and you know no, your journalistic seeing, duty and your ethics, but 
and Emmy looks pretty good on top of your, your, your <laughs> No, I'm your not shelf. even I'm, I, I totally agree with you yeah. on that, but I just didn't know if his reasoning for wanting to expose POTUS was because he's working with somebody else in the mix. Like Tied maybe he someone. was with the Kyle Green. Oh, but bringing that up, going along with it, uh, with David, her uh, chief of staff, that's what he is, right? I feel like I don't like that character very, very much. But in the past few episodes, I feel like he has been the most, mo- most, <laughs> ooh, struggle, most truthful and on track towards Cece about, like, her presidency. Like, she, he's called her out on her emotions. He's let her know what the real questions will be asked. He's brought up her impeachment to her when she's acted ignorant to it. Mm -hmm. I feel like he is the most structured in that office as to what she should be doing and what she is violating in her presidency. When you say structured, do you mean he's the most, like, clean? Like, he's on her side more than anyone? Well, not that, but he is Like, he's trustworthy to her? Trustworthy in the sense that he... Protecting her? No, trying to make her be the best president that she can be by reminding her that she's not being that. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, Well, that's what the chief yeah, of staff does. Yeah, it's the tough love. Yeah. yeah. And I don't yeah. like that character. But I feel like recently, you know, she's looked silly and he's looked better yeah. as a character because he's reminding the, her. Yeah. yeah he's saying it out. how it is. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I liked that. I, I, I thought that was a very strong scene in this episode when oh, he yeah. came in and sat down and, and uh, you know, we were talking while we were watching that we thought that that was the interview and that maybe he was interrupting and we were like, <gasps> but then we understood <laughs> yeah. it was just that. And he kind of did, um, you know, he took it to the level that it needed to be taken to. Yeah. In talking about the first gentleman, mm-hmm. we learned that that's what we're supposed to <gasps> I call him. know it. And, um, you know, I feel like she should... There's clearly something there for her, this emotion that is, you know, should not be tapped into. And it's there. What and, I was... Sorry. What I yeah. thought was surprising was that the public... There's the there's there's a public perception of, of potential infidelity in the White House. I didn't realize yeah. that wasn't just an internal thing. Uh, so I, I, that's why I thought I was, it was so surprising that uh, the chief of staff uh, pressed her f- with that question of you, right? know, the, you know this infidelity thing. And I, right. I didn't. I thought it was contained, frankly. Me too. Yeah. And they just keep bringing more information yeah. on that to light, and I'm like, oh gosh, which, are we going to find out more and more then yeah. about his relationship? Which good on him for doing that. I mean, that's what yeah. your chief of staff is supposed to do: is to hold yeah. you accountable or to like at least like you know get you keep you on the right path. Yeah. And give you the right perspective so that you can do as the president the right the yeah. you know the best job you can possibly but do. That dirty laundry is getting yeah. all over Ooh, the place. Yeah. Um okay. So what do we think about Sid's role? We see him back with the Craig group talking with uh Victor I forgot his last Gantry. name. Gantry, that's right. Victor Gantry and we see him sitting down and it kind of explaining what happened, just saying Nick felt the shadow out there. And, you know, he killed Jacobs, and then he was kind of like, I'm done. Uh, like, I'm, I want to be done with this mission. Mm-hmm. And Victor was like, you know, the only way to protect Charleston Tucker is to remain active. So what do we think their relationship is? It's There's so dad. many possibilities. I'm, I've stood by this from the beginning, and I will continue to stand by it. It is her dad. He does have a very paternal thing, thing going her. on, yeah. Yeah, I but I don't, I wouldn't, okay. it wouldn't surprise me. But this is what I don't understand about that statement is because <laughs> if being a part of the Creed group is his only way of protecting Charleston, like I, I don't understand 
How? Yeah, like, what danger what is, is she in? Yeah, that only the Kree group. And what? who is the Kree group to uh, in relation to the rest of the powers of the United States exactly. that only they can protect her? Yeah, because they've painted the Kree group to be so dangerous. But if, but if uh, Sid's only way of protecting Charleston is by remaining active in the Kree group, then are we just getting the wrong, you know, information about the Kree group? Well, I, I, don't I, I think we got to think... I think this is a really... Everything that we're talking about is really interesting here because if we think about it, so the it makes it look like they were. I don't think the Krieg group was there to harm Nick. I no. feel like they were there to protect Nick. Yeah. So this Krieg group is. It seems like they're one step ahead of the game. Like, how did they know they were even there unless Nick is still working with the Krieg group? Because we don't see maybe him calling them when he calls Charleston or something. But then he would know that they were there, yeah. so that so, doesn't and make he sense. Kill somebody and he wouldn't he's kill somebody. With. So, yeah, what it, this Cree group? And we could probably look it up because I think it's the actual name of a group. Oh, really? But what what is their mission? Are they, is it, is it, are they there no to protect idea. Nick no... because he used to be part of it and take him back? But then Nick would have known. Yeah. So, are they there to expose? Are they working with Fada? Is Fada part of the Kree group now? I mean, I no uh, in no what capacity idea. and how? No it still idea. doesn't explain. It still doesn't explain if they're working with Fada. How that would protect Charleston? How that would protect Nick? I, I, I there's still just too many questions. It's still yeah, very we unclear. Yeah, we have to find out more about the Kree. Yeah, group. there's not enough information s- to give a conclusion yet. And then to draw a conclusion. Oh, and I've decided to refer to her as name as Nameless Girl because clearly nobody's ever going to find out her name. But then Nameless Girl's affiliation with the Kree group, and clearly they're using her to bring Kurt. Kurt, right? That is his yeah. name. Yeah. Kurt more into it. So I'm intrigued by what her relationship is to everything. And clearly, her name is supposed to be of some sort of important standing because or else they wouldn't bring up how he does not know her name. Right? You probably look on mm-hmm. IMDb. Yeah, I know, but that would be that cheating would, the that system. Would, that, I would, know. that would erode Which the granted, mystery. Trust I me, I thought about it the minute that he said, what's your name? I was like, I'm about to look that up. <laughs> I'm but. totally looking it up after this. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the Cree group, I think, is still, you know, and it was a few episodes we didn't really hear about it, but now it's kind of like coming back, and I, I feel like they're going to play a key part. I don't know, I feel like maybe will they... All right, let's let's. Is there anything else that we want to talk about before we, you know, spin this into predictions? Is there anything no, else that I'm, we feel like we left out? I'm interested in where this no. Cree group conversation yeah. will go because I'm interested in the Cree group, going. and I am thinking this might be so wrong and so crazy, but I'm thinking as we see Charleston getting upset next week because we think maybe that Nick gets the axe. I think the Kree group is going to go in there and save Nick. Oh for my some gosh, reason. I hope so. I don't think Nick's dying. Mm. No, there's no way Nick's dying. He's like, no, because that, <laughs> no, because fans like me who have become emotionally attached to Nick and Charles. Physically or emotionally? Well, a little bit of both. Okay. So they can't. They can't take him off. If they take him off, they lose half of their, you know, ratings and fan base. Is half. what I'm saying. Half of their ratings and fan base. Wow. I'm Isn't saying it by that because you need that, bold that's statement. You need that sex and statement. drama. That's the only way they're getting that sex and drama is through Nick. They can't take him off. They can't take him off. They I kind of agree with you. I don't think 
I don't think that Nick's going to die, but how, how, who's going to save him? And I, cause I don't think, I think there's going to be a scene with POTUS and Charleston and something happens and POTUS is going to override Charleston's call and she's going to, you know, make this attack and Charleston's going to think it's going to look like poetic justice that Charleston was there with Fada when Aaron got killed and now her other lover, POTUS, is going to pull the trigger tech, you know, Figuratively to kill Nick, but I think the Creed group's gonna come in and swoop save in and Nick. save him. I dig that. And I could be totally wrong. I so dig that. Maybe though. Kenneth goes. Kenneth. Maybe that guy, that guy. Maybe he's got something oh, yeah, else to Ken- do. With I'm it. like maybe. Kenneth. Who's Kenneth? Oh, I, I forgot. Know. We moved away from him too yeah. long yeah. ago. All right, so remember. let's uh, move into other predictions. What else do you guys think is going to happen in next week's episode? Which we found out there is an episode last week. I think. Yeah, we thought this confusion. was the season finale. Yeah, yeah but where there was uh, not dates posted yet, but they're posted, and there is an episode next week, so yeah. we'll be here. Thankfully, there's two more episodes. Yes. Yeah, we have. Was jobs. it two or three? Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's two more right now. Okay, but and okay, sorry, I just want to tell my predictions. Go ahead. Yes, um, predictions. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is what I've decided: that all the big things are going to happen next week, and then assuming that the following week is probably like a mid-season potential finale kind of thing, that that will be like the come down, and that'll be like Nick and Charleston's relationship, and you know things all settle in. But I think next week is going to be like the big crazy one, and I think I think Fada is going to die. I don't want him too, but I think he is. I think that's going to be the emotional ending for this season because they can't they can't carry him on to a next season if they're changing the subject. You know what I mean? And moving on to a next problem. Unless they bring Fada in as like a CIA agent or something like that. So Fada is probably going to die. Aside from that. Do you think Shaki- Shikakim oh, is dying? totally dying. Shikakam. He's Shikakam. out. He's absolutely Sorry out. Sorry out there. It's our, I only know it because I wrote it down. So. Listen, I don't even... I'm starting to not even hear it anymore and just, you know, accept it. But anyway. Oh, you hear Shaka Khan. And then... I called I him think, Hakeem last week. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. Y'all are calling... Well, and now he's hearing it too and yeah. subconsciously saying it. But um, <laughs> I have that effect. <laughs> what? But, um, what? And, and then... Um, I think that... Uh, Cece, if, if she keeps on the track that she's on, she may regain POTUS back in my book because she kind of surprised me at the end by not doing the interview and going into, you know, the office room and doing what she actually needed to do. But I think that they are going to remain, you know, with that subject of her being on the air because they said they were just postponing to go live at the White House. So I think she is going to take care of this whole, you know, drop the bomb and then go back and end the episode with her walking back out and sitting down and giving the um, information that they have got Shaka Khan. Wow, that's good. See, the thing with yeah. POTUS, man, I, I had a weird POTUS vision, and I was totally wrong, but I actually thought what was going to happen was she was going to go and tell Jules, the reporter, that they had got Shakim. So I thought she was going to deflect everything by coming out with this statement that they have caught and captured and killed this terrorist. Which that would have kept the ball rolling. That yeah. was, I sure. thought that would have been a really crazy turn. And then they try and attack once and they are not successful. And then, you know, you go to the, the finale and they yeah. actually get. Yeah. What about you? What do you think? Uh, I Dylan, think... what do you think, Dylan? <laughs> Dylan says that um, I think uh, Fada will die. I think Nick will die. Stop it. I think he will. Uh, I think... Preposterous. Uh, I, it's crazy. I mean, it's I don't crazy. know. Unless unless the, the Kree group has some sort of uh, kind of knowledge of... Or some sort of exit or extraction plan for Nick. I don't... 
or or there is an extraction plan from it from some third party or or, or something. Craig group. I, no, from <laughs> like aside from the Craig group, uh, I don't I don't really see him surviving, and I honestly I don't really think he's that integral to stop the story. Past once the, well, this whole thing has been about right get, getting um getting Fada right. Once Fada's done, once he's dead, once or or he's captured. If Nick is collateral damage in that, like, there's no real reason to keep him on. Like, what's you're making me emotional? I don't know. I over think this. I don't the think the thought of it is too much for me to handle. Wow. I think I think he will. I I think they're probably just you know y'all airstrike are, nope. bomb whatever it is that they do and and uh, Nick will go and I will go with the show. Yeah, peace. No, what I'm if just it just kidding. becomes a pr- Nick yeah. and- <laughs> If it just be, I mean, and then afterwards it just becomes like a procedural thing where there's like a case by case. What? Basis. And they do like, like another Izzy and whatever from Grey's Anatomy. Is she going to relive what she did in Grey's Anatomy and they're going to have like a love through a ghost? Like, maybe. Come on. Oh, come on. Don't, <laughs> It'll be don't, don't knock my girl like um, that. Catherine Heigl's done an awesome job and she's she so distanced herself from Izzy Stevens' role. Yeah, this so isn't Izzy give, Stevens give, at all. Give a girl a break. When she stepped on the guy's bullet wound, she proved not to be Izzy Stevens. I think, <laughs> yeah, I think, I think Nick's going to go. Oh, and I think I think uh, I think they'll probably you know make that announcement that they either captured or killed uh, this. The, um, oh my word! We've been talking. What's the the guy who we've been trying to capture? I just Hakam. said his Hakam. Hakam. No, not she. Well, she Hakam and Fada. Wow! I said his name like thirty seconds ago. Uh, yeah, I think I think they'll probably kill them both or capture one and kill everybody else and call it a day. See, I agree with you in the sense that, and, and I love you, Hannah. I'm not trying Stop to be a jerk, it. but I agree to you that as of right now, Nick, Mm-mm. Nick's role Mm-mm. isn't a hundred percent necessary. Yeah. But in the next two episodes, they could make it necessary. Right, and so like if, until if he this... escapes and he knows what really happened there, and then he's maybe affiliated with the Craig Group, or maybe he's back on POTUS's team. That. Like, there's a way that they can make that because right now he's like he's in the woods, he's making this thing, but they could make it um, a lot more important. But I think I think we're getting the uh, wrap up. <laughs> so uh, Hannah, I think you're just gonna have to swallow that one, and we're gonna have to see what no happens rebuttal. next week. I'm so sorry, no I didn't mean it to happen that way. They meant for it. I did it, I did it. Um, until next week, where can the people find you guys? You all can find me on Instagram and Twitter at the Hotshot Dude, and he's very valuable. He led them to Pata. Okay, go. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Julian Dujeric, and I think he's going to die, and I think he should. Stop. You guys can find me on Instagram and Twitter at I-A-M-S-T-E-F-Z. I think he could be very valuable. Look at that. I'm being, you know, Switzerland. <laughs> Love it. All right, guys, have a great night. Thanks for watching. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 